Hey everybody, Jim here to let you know that this episode of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast is brought to you by the Hulu original series Hellstrom. Right in time for Halloween, Hellstrom is a mature, suspenseful, mysterious, scary, dark, thrilling, chilling, authentic, edgy, action-packed series. It's produced by Marvel Television and is more horror than hero and perfect for October, the scariest month of the year. The best thing is you don't have to wait until Halloween to get your treats because all the episodes of Hulu's Hellstrom are now streaming only on Hulu. I mean now. You go over now, you're going to be watching the Hellstrom. Hellstrom is essentially the story of a very complicated family, a woman who fell in love with a bad guy, discovered it much too late, and a horrible, traumatic family incident that tore everyone apart. I mean, that is crazy enough. It's a story of two broken children who were estranged and raised separately, becoming two very different people. And this is not a story about kids discovering their powers and being all happy and all about that. They're adults who have grown up apart and now have to learn to deal with the emotional baggage they've acquired throughout the years. And most families have skeletons in their closet, demons, stuff like that. I know my family's crazy enough. Nothing like the Hellstroms. And again, the best thing is you can go over right this instant, go over to Hulu and start streaming the Hulu original series Hellstrom right now. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody, Jim here. And I want to introduce this special edition episode here. This is something that I started doing on the Patreon. And if you wanted to go over to patreon.com slash weird science, where I asked anybody in the Get Fresh Coop, beep, boop, to come and do a podcast with me, a podcast where we could talk about anything pretty much. But one of the things I love are people's first or favorite comics. But with this, Mark Jager picked Action Comics number 484 from 1978 because he just wanted to talk about a good Superman story. He hasn't been really digging the current Superman books. So he ended up picking this, which is the kind of a, it's kind of a funny deal 40th anniversary but the the wedding of superman and lois lane with a little twist but again this is something that i'm doing more and more on the patreon i'm going to release some of them on the regular feed so everybody can kind of get an idea of what this is about another one i did recently with stork where we talked about batman 414 that'll probably come out on this maybe next week if i get to it but we're going to do this again just to show you what we're all about on the Patreon. It's something that I really enjoy talking to other people about comics. And again, it's patreon.com slash weird science if you want to get involved. But we're going to go off to me and Mark talking action comics number 484. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to what will be a comics great slash get fresh boop podcast. This is something that I ended up, you know, throwing out there that I wanted to get more people in the get fresh crew more involved. So I said, if anybody wants to talk about something that they love, some comic that was, you know, maybe their first comic, maybe it's something they just loved. And Mark Jagger said, that he loved this comic. And what we're going to talk about is Action Comics number 484. And Mark, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on here. No problem. No problem. And why why did you pick this comic in particular? 
This comic book uh, really stood out to me as a kid because I remember buying this off the rack at the uh, grocery store. Mm-hmm. So that probably tells you a lot considering this issue is from like 1978. <laughs> it is from 1978. So yes, but but still, I uh, again, I didn't read comics until way later, but me and Eric grew up in the same area and we had a grocery store right next to our house and that's kind of where he ended up getting his first comics a little later. But uh, same deal in the spinner rack. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a issue that you said you talked to me and said the cover really stood out to you. Oh, man, it's like this thing really pops when you see it on the newsstand because you look at the uh, heck, if you look at the issues before and after this, you can tell they put some extra work into this cover because you, you have Lois in the arms of Superman with a car and, and they have yes. the, the original issue is also on the cover. That's so. what got me. <laughs> that that was the coolest part of it, that you end up having the first issue of Action Comics on the cover. And it says in the first issue of Action, Superman did this astounding feat. You see him picking up that car. And and, and here it's almost like, but look what he does now. He can pick up a car and Lois is oh, the deal. He's got the world on his shoulders. And what's Oh, pretty, he does. It, it's funny because this book, or I mean, the cover actually gives away a bit of the story because you see the Daily Star at the bottom and it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Daily Star. <laughs> yeah, and I was even going to point that out as well. So I'm glad you said that. And it's funny, too, because the cover ends up being pretty much the just married, we're heading off. But instead of Superman, you know, being a normal guy and just driving <laughs> off, he has to be a show off and grab the car. I Why even take the car with them it, it, as it, they're going? It's just awesome. It's just Superman in a comic book. Although... It's also uh, comic book physics because his hand is like resting on yeah. like the gas tank or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. how does this work? I don't understand. No, this these car physics. would topple and kill somebody. <laughs> and that's what I think ends up happening. When they go up, they don't actually go off on a honeymoon. They, they're in hiding. I think that Superman ends up or just destroys the Daily Star. But it is funny that you said because you do see the Daily Star and they make it a point to really put it there so that. If you're sitting there and studying, you're like, oh, my God, Superman's going to get married. You have a 40th anniversary issue thing on the top as well. And then you even have now in this extra length anniversary story, he performs his most sensational feat. Superman takes a wife. And you would be like, holy crap, like this is crazy. But then you see the Daily Star there and it kind of points to kind of what's going on. But before we do that, I will tell you it's Action Comics number 484. It came out June of 1978. And it was written by Carrie Bates with pencils by Kurt Swan, inks by Joe Gayalaya. I always end up having problems with his. <laughs> and Tatiana Wood on <laughs> colors and letters by Ben Oda. So you end up, and it's Julius Schwartz uh, editing, and you have a couple editor's notes in here, like you usually do with a big issue like this. But yeah, it starts off. And you're like, all right, like, here's the story. It's Superman. He's going to take a wife. Wait a second. And it's so weird the way they do this, where they end up like slamming on the brakes because (laughs) this isn't happening in our regular Earth. And they say, whoops, wrong Earth. The events you're about to witness never happened to the Superman who was secretly Clark Kent, anchorman for WSBS-TV and the Galaxy Broadcasting System for He Lives on Earth 1. In 1978, the setting of this story is Earth 2, a coexisting world in a parallel dimension, not identical, but similar to its twin in many respects. And the way that they spelled that out, it did kind of throw me off a a little at first. 
It's confusing because, it you know, you, like I'm a kid just reading the comic books and suddenly the Daily Star with this like prop engine plane flying overhead. I'm like, what the heck year is yeah. this? What, what yeah, am I exactly. looking at? <laughs> and what ends up happening because it's the Earth 2 deal, it is like a 1950s. It, it ends up in yeah. the 1950s deal because – and they do a good enough job. And it's funny too because a lot of times – I end up, you know, reading some old stuff, Silver Age stuff, and even Golden Age, and they they end up really narration heavy, like really pressing the deal. And yet here you do get some narration, but they do throw you back and kind of let you figure out things on your own. Here, oh, and, just and it's funny, having- just the little details is amazing because the dialogue or the narration boxes are standard and then once you hit once upon a time long ago and far away they go to like a handwritten script yep. yeah <laughs> they know? go back to like a golden age deal almost and even then then you get the classic i mean this is where i think that this issue does a really cool thing it's 1978 you're reading you know hey action comics but for this anniversary you're going to get a big moment obviously with superman marrying lois but it's going to be taking place on earth too but it's also going back and you get that look up in the sky it's a bird it's a plane like you're gonna get all of those tropes yeah Yeah. so you're gonna get all these tropes of this and even with that you start off with the mechanical marauders attacking and that ends up being such a like classic looking deal that it does look like the robots in the superman 1940s cartoons of should deal the mechanical monsters uh that i've even seen and i thought that that was really cool like this is one of those where like while we're going towards what was going to be 5G, but a timeline opening up sort of deal, I could see this type of issue happening to get us to something like that, where all of a sudden we're back in the day. You have a lot of classic stuff because, you know, it's Superman fighting, you know, mechanical marauders, which exactly. is pretty fun, right? It, it's yeah, a fun deal. It's, it's a 40th anniversary issue. So obviously they have to pay homage to all these different eras of Superman, right? So you yeah, got the yeah. Schlesinger going on. And there's some others I'll bring up later, but it's really, really neat. And what's funny, too, is I'm reading and I'm not a little kid. So I'm telling you, a little (laughs) kid. Yes, I'm little, but not a kid. But when you end up, I think that a little kid really would be confused. Like you settle down a little. And once you get into it, I I think you would settle down. But even myself, I'm going into this. I'm like, okay, like mechanical marauders. I I can go with that. That's kind of funny. When you hit... Colonel Future and the CF gang, that's when it actually really, really hits me just because of the way these guys look. I mean, the way they're (laughs) dressed. All of a sudden now it's very pulp. Esque. It's yeah. very much in that 50s deal. And I like that, though. That's one of the things that I always love uh, is that when you first read it, what did you think? Well, what, what's pretty funny is like you get to see him just basically kick some ass, right? Destroy these robots, yeah. which is exactly why I'm buying this comic book. And then they don't mess around with like, oh, there's some villain who's behind. They're just like, no. What we're going to do is we're just going to have this guy standing out on a balcony, checking this out, and doing this huge exposition dump of everything related to his relationship to Superman and what he's going to do. And it's like, great. You know, it's like, let's just move on. That's what I like is the pacing is when I I see these older books, the pacing is like, hey, we're going to fit this into one book. So we're we're not going to waste time telling a decompressed story. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. It's so great because 
and they also bring in like a whole different, uh, you know, villain. And I'm like, oh, wow, this Colonel Future. And, and it's like, boy, I'll bet I'll see more of him. Well, I, I have to admit, when I was looking up and, you know, in a wiki article about mm-hmm. Colonel Future to go, oh, I wonder what he did after this. There, there was like maybe one paragraph saying, <laughs> yes, uh, he died in it, Crisis on Infinite Earths when yep. Earth 2 was destroyed. I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty it. anticlimactic. <laughs> because I did the same thing. And, and it's funny, too, because you end up having the whole deal where it even goes with, you know, going off of a, you know, very big pulp hero, you know, Captain Planet, even like a lot of things like right. that. So Captain Future and the CF gang, they're, they're, cla- <laughs> they're classic right away. And it is funny, like you said, the way that he sits there and he's looking through binoculars he's watching superman just beat the crap out of, out of the mechanical marauders and he's like all right nobody can stop this guy and then starts going through up uh, you know uh, lex luther's tried puzzler record you go through and give a good background of okay we, we kind of got what's going on but you end up with the big things happening in this issue are twofold lois trying to figure out that if indeed Superman is Clark Kent. And again, this is something very classic as well, oh, where oh she just constantly. I, I don't know where, when we get to now and it's, you know, oh, Pulitzer Prize winning. How did she ever have any time to do anything else but try to figure out if Clark was Superman? Because she's constantly doing it. And the other thing yeah. is that you end up Captain Future wants to take care of Superman once and for all. And he does end up going with and not really spelling out. It's not one of those, well, Superman's, you know, not really good about uh, magic, but what he gets is the wizard and oh, does well, it because. Hold on a sec. You just okay. glossed over Lois. Oh, my well, God. You yes. can't gloss over Lois because, I, I mean, she's one of my favorite parts of this book because she yeah. has some really great lines in this. Yeah. It's like, you know, Clark Kent, he's trying to hide that he's Superman. Yeah, you know, Jimmy's like, "Oh my God, how'd you get here so fast?" Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just downtown with traffic, and then Lois in the background's like, "Traffic." Oh, this is trespass. the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, she almost curses, which made me laugh. I'm oh like, "Oh my wait. God!" And then it's like she's she's like, "Clark Kent may think he's clever because he can fool a cub reporter, but news hens don't fool quite so easily." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my God, what is a news hen?" And I know you, a are news you hen. Shade on yourself. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like uh, that sounds like a very sexy thing especially for oh. lois who is a very liberated woman who did you exactly. know i love lois but yeah what did she do you you tell what she did because it oh. is hilarious oh it's just awesome because she's like oh i set up my infrared film in this special camera this movie camera in the corner lois my dear you're so clever oh and she's so happy with herself <laughs> she's she herself is so happy back, right and then it's like then the next narration box is Yes, but not clever enough. You know, yeah. sorry, Miss Lane, I don't know what you expected to see, but this footage you brought in is a total washout. And yeah, <laughs> this guy, she goes to the, you know, into the developing room, and this guy is just like, yeah, everything's fine. And this is the thing to really stress here. Lois, this isn't the Lois who, you know, huh, Clark just disappeared and Superman <laughs> shut up. This is the Lois who is convinced a hundred percent that Clark is Superman and she's past just the wondering she's going for hard proof and she is setting <laughs> up traps. She's trying to do all this stuff. So when this guy does say, Oh, you know what? The, the whole, the, I don't know why I almost gave a French accent to this guy. <laughs> your, your film, it's all the fogged up. And, and she's like, she doesn't sit there and go, drats, I wish I had a better camera. 
No, no. Right. She's already figured out. She's like, he's on to me and used his x-ray vision to destroy the film. She she is already like like I said, she's beyond the idea of, oh, that's a that's a bad coincidence. She's like on the deal and like, okay, I'm yeah. really gonna and she gets so fired up. Yeah, she gets fired up to do Yeah, this. we're talking about a Pulitzer Prize winner, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, she's like immediately like Oh, well, he obviously just did a quick flash of x-ray vision to make sure that nobody was around and wipe out any film. And it's yeah, like, so she man, knows what happened. <laughs> she's she's like she's so dang smart, right? Yeah, yeah. she is. Now, <laughs> the problem is, is that when you're getting this, you wonder and I always did. And even when it happens, you know, at any point, like. What is she going to do with it? Like, is she going to, is she going to release this? Is she, because that's what happened right. in New 52. You had that with that, with trying to save him. But still, like, the idea of all this and, and this whole, you know, long chase that she's been involved with, with this, I yeah. don't know what her end game is. It's just like, it's because she doesn't like to be duped. I, it, that's pretty much in my exactly. mind all it is. And when she finds out, if she did, she would just be like, okay, because legitimately she finds out in this issue, but it, it comes at a very you know opportune time for the world when she does, because they end up with this now in the meantime, what I was getting to, and I'm yeah. glad you brought it up uh, because of Lois and that whole deal. You end up having Captain Future. He calls in, the wizard now he ends up calling in the wizard and and says a name that the wizard never had that's one thing that that made me laugh i saw a note uh in an article about this that the wizard's name was never the name that they give in this and it's later on where lois ends up saying hey uh frederick p garth aren't you the way well that was never his name his name was william osmodius zard (laughs) before so it, it confused a lot of people and you know the people like an eric Shay, who who get pissed off. It doesn't matter, but they end up calling in the wizard. Now he has fought the JSA. He's fought a lot of it. Now it hasn't this, really been the greatest, right? He's right. lost well, a bunch of times. Well, what's but, interesting about just the fact? I, I'm sorry, I'm going to drag you down. I'm going to turn this into a de- decompressed story. Oh my! <laughs> Where it's like every panel to me in here is. Something that is just oh, full of humor. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is. I mean, because what, what it's just funny the way it's written. Because I start thinking in my head things like, "Yeah, he's like, oh my god, you know, why'd you drag me in here? Sim, simmer down, you know. Colonel Future will be with you. Colonel Future, Colonel Edmund <laughs> H. Future." And I'm thinking in my head, Mr. Doctor Professor Patrick, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And why do they keep saying his name over and over again? Is it really important because we're going to be seeing him again? I don't think so. <laughs> again, we even saw that it's not the case. But I guess they want to really press this, and this guy needs his full name. But I also love that they take him into this office. Then eh, it's not that spiffy. I mean, look at it. Well, they end up saying, <laughs> yeah. eh, like, hey, uh, you know, wizard, are you really that, you know, a wizard? And he's like, well, let me show you and turns the room upside down. And, and just as an aside, I read my stuff digitally. I, I thought that I screwed up. I actually <laughs> thought that I had messed up because as I'm reading, a lot of times I do hit the thing that rotates it. And I'm like, oh, oh man. And then I went and I wrote, and I'm like, wait a second. I didn't even look at the, the Word well, bubbles. I'm an idiot. Well, you know, again, okay, what, what I was saying about homages, this is a total homage to The Adventures of Superman, the TV series. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, when I read this, when I was even younger than this, I, they would run Adventures of Superman in yeah. syndication on the local TV station. And that I was like, it. all. that's what all the 
boys my age watched, right? And then yep. it's like one of the episodes, uh, I think it's like Professor Pennywinkle or whatever, he has a machine they'll actually make you think the room is upside down. Okay. And, I, and and I'll never forget the scene where he turns the machine on and, you know, they're like in like Perry White's office or something and Clark yeah. and everybody's there. And it's exactly this. All of a sudden the frame is like flipped upside down and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, what's going on here? You know, it, how do we, <laughs> why aren't we falling? I, I'm telling you, I love the Batman 66, but I eventually yeah. Superman to me then because of watching Batman 66 and then going to the Superman deal, Superman seemed like, Ooh, this is serious because it wasn't <laughs> as goofy. But my favorite episode of all time was when, when Perry said great Caesar's ghost, oh. the, I guess it was like a million, the million top, yeah. whatever it was. And then he appeared. That was the greatest thing ever. I thought <laughs> that that was the cleverest thing. And I, to this day, my favorite episode where Perry's freaking out because Caesar's ghost actually does come back to see him because he's done almost like, you know, the crazy deal uh, with that. But in this, he ends up, he, he turns the room upside down to show how great he is. And then, they turn around and Captain Future, who ends up saying, you know, listen here, um, we want you to take care of Superman and you'll be rewarded greatly. And he says, well, and it's true. And it's it's a well thought out deal. If, if I if you think I'm as powerful to get rid of Superman, what do I need from you? I could conjure whatever. <laughs> I mean, you give me money, I can make a sack of money, whatever. And they go with this crazy deal. Hey, you know that wand you stole? Like, you know, you just stole. Yeah, yeah, I, I know this one. The Glastonbury wand. It's pretty cool, right? Look, it's checkered. It looks pretty cool. It looks like something that would be like the specials album there around 70. But you end up where <laughs> he ends up there and says, yeah, I got this. So what do I? That That's not real. It's a counterfeit. We we put that. We stole the real one a year ago and replaced it. And I'm sitting there, and he even says, "Man, I I was wondering why it didn't work." I'm like, "Really? Like this is you deserve to not have a lot of respect," which is what ends up being the downfall, really, of the wizard after this. But yeah, he ends up okay, and then so you you end up just going from there, like, okay, I'll get the Glastonbury wand for real. Yeah, I can take care of Superman. And it's a weird deal where you have to get Superman out and about. You have to have him fighting somebody because then the CF gang ends up attacking what is Clark and Lois at this point. But in a weird way, because they're just walking down the street, right. you end up having Clark luckily as super hearing. And here's this like, and you know, again, Lois is here. It's, it's just yeah. pure gold because yeah, yeah. he hears this zap. And in the panel, you don't know that he's heard something. He just spins <laughs> around, punches her in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, hey, that's no way to treat a lady. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. And it's not even that she's that. It's almost like, oh, okay, I guess he's getting handsy with me here. But, you know, <laughs> exactly. you shouldn't do that. And she falls down but then sees the, the laser go. And, unfortunately, what I thought was a bread truck but actually is a Brinks <laughs> truck. I'm telling you, where it gets hit looks like there's a bunch of loaves of bread. Yeah, but you end up where mistake. it gets hit. They made a mistake yeah. because they didn't put the little dollar sign on the dollar sign Exactly. Bags. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah, the dollar sign bags. But, yeah, they were just shooting at a Brinks truck, a security truck, to right. get this money. Unfortunately, or fortunately, because then it is alerting Superman. But you end up where Lois then, after Clark gets handsy, she's laying there. And uh, again, right away, huh? 
Did he hmm. do that by – and I love the idea. Did he push me because he's an asshole or did he push <laughs> me to get away from that laser because she's laying there and she would have died. She would have exactly. been dead. She goes, be in two was, yeah, was Clark's shove accidental or del- – I'm like, why, why would it be accidental what? or deliberate? Why, why so would bizarre. he – yeah, Why like would he, that happen? And then it's and, funny. Oh, go right ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say the only thing is, is that while he, you get more classic, well, right before that, Clark's like, yeah, you know what's going on? Hey, I'm going to do this. And then Lois starts throwing shade at him. Hey, why's your posture so good? Uh, you walk really well say, without a spine. And then he pushes her. And so she's like, what the hell? But, oh, it's impeccable yeah. timing. Oh, yeah. Well, the CF, again, the CF gang, they're running down. They look so goofy, even in this like 1950s motif. They're dressed like it's it's a, a Christmas outfit. You got the green and the red, the yellow belts, and they're just running. But now they have these like hand laser bazookas that they're using. And You know, yeah, as a yeah. kid, I thought those hand bazookas, when I first saw them, I go, oh, my God, that looks stupid. But then yeah. I'm also thinking... God, where can I get my hands on one of those? It does you know? look cool. I, I'm telling you, I think the kickback, though, will shatter your, your whole arm. <laughs> I don't know that it'll work, but these things are smoking as they're running, too. But, yeah, you end up, again, I keep, I'm going to keep saying my favorite parts and the funny part because <laughs> the craziest deal is Clark disappears. He runs off. Mm-hmm. He knows there's an attack. He's got to stop it. He runs into this alley. <laughs> And appears to be taking a leak at first. We know that he's not, but he does appear like he's going into the alley to take a piss. And you just have this guy who's there. uh, Like Clark seems like he is an easy prey here. He has like one of those blackjacks. He's going to hit him over the head. And the progression of this is so crazy because at this moment you end up having Clark, you know, he's taking off his jacket and his suit. He's going to be, if this guy waited two seconds later and had a camera, world famous. Instead, he tries to hit Clark and Clark gives him the whap with the elbow (laughs) and knocks the guy out. Yeah, then knocks the guy out. The guy's out and then you can turn in the Superman. It's so crazy. Well, this guy, this becomes like, uh, like a reoccurring theme with Superman where he beats the crap out of somebody or he gets hit by somebody and and he doesn't even notice. It's like yeah. it's, it's like a fly landed on him. You yep. know, you know, it's like this guy is coming up, running up behind him, ready to slug him on the head. He elbows him such that he knocks him out on the ground, and yet Superman doesn't even notice. He's just yeah, and because <laughs> the elbow is from the classic pull the jacket and the shirt off to reveal the ass. So when he goes <laughs> back, he hits this guy, and yeah, it does nothing. To, he doesn't even know. And in fact, he must have to walk back. Well, I guess he could fly up, and he does. I was going to say, he almost yeah. has to step over this guy, and he don't care. He's well, like, oh, this guy taking a nap. I don't well, know. But- and the cool thing is, as a kid, I always liked when they kind of talked about or showed how they dealt with having, like, a uh, you know a costume underneath their yeah. like suit or whatever because mm-hmm. you know you see I always knew as a kid he had like this weird secret pocket in his cape where he could toss all his clothes right which yeah. makes about as much sense as the Flash being able to fit his costume into his ring right but yeah, um exactly it, and it, what's funny is you know I, I read a bunch of Superman books you know in the seventies and there was a great one where uh, Superman has to like you know change to get ready for work and he's like taking you know like this 200 degree hot shower and he's like yeah. oh man thank god i got this saying to clear my pores you know wearing a costume and a suit over is such a pain and then he thinks 
I wonder how the Batman deals with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Batman deals with it his own way. Also, I love like Spider-Man. He just, you know, Spidey's up. He webs up his clothes yeah. in an alleyway. And I'm That's always awesome. like, the webbing dissolves and then these clothes are just going to fall down. But <laughs> you, you end up where uh, an awesome thing here as well is the CF gang, after shooting the bazookas, they grab the the money. They ended up opening up the bread truck that I thought they grabbed the money and then used the bazookas to launch themselves to fly away, though they only have one arm each with the bazooka. So it really shouldn't work. Again, the physics, like you said, of the car on the cover really come into play here. I'm like, they're just going to fall over. I mean, but they're flying around, which lets Superman go to get them ends up combining the two weapons so that they'll fire off at each other. But at that point, the big thing that that the wizard is doing he ends up using the glastonbury wand he makes a superman symbol in the park that will end up where you know make superman appear and it's flaming i mean this thing looks crazy and it works you end up having superman disappear which then makes i i don't i guess he put them to put those bazookas so much together that they fused and Mm -hmm. then because the cf gang they just fall on their ass they're not dead or anything which they should be but they end up the police are going to take care of them a bit but superman ends up in the park in this blazing superman symbol and that's where the wizard ends up with this glastonbury wand he does he's able to make superman disappear Uh, he has rise up and swirl oh bewitched in ethereal mist strike down the man in blue and bury him make him cease to exist and he ends up making superman disappear and then just like all right you know wizards keep their word here we go and he goes off and this is the you know the death of superman more like the disappearance of superman but you end up having a very horror movie-esque deal where you have this <laughs> symbol and i like it too because it looks like this whole you know thing that he did this whole say it looks like it pretty much burnt down most of the park you know a lot of the park <laughs> looks like it's on fire but you also have the symbol just there and i wonder like anybody gonna walk by and wonder but it ends up where clark's hand comes up through it you see a hand come up and then you see clark oh, so in in the craziest progression, it's hand, half torso, walking away. There's the progression. But you get the idea where – and when he came up, it ends up kind of ruining the symbol or at least it, it seems like grass grows over it right away as part of the deal. But well, we have we have Clark Kent now and you well, got to wonder what's going to go on. The grass had to grow over. You don't want people to stumble across it. Exactly. Then, you know. and, but that's the weird thing <laughs> of it. And that's what I want. Like people are like, hey, anybody see the Superman symbol burned into the deal? But yes, and you end up covering it. Even though he's Clark Kent, he's just like Superman where he doesn't, he just seems to blow off all the stuff going on around him because yeah. he just kind of shows up. Well, I'm just going to walk about 15 miles back into town and yeah. not think anything of it. <laughs> and he's like, you know, it's it's 78. A lot of serial killers out and about. I'm not going to hit you. I'm just going to walk. I'm going to do this and get it done. And so you end up, though, where you end up having a Clark Kent who is now the rough and tumble, you know, fist of flying Clark Kent, who pretty much is – he doesn't remember he's Superman. He doesn't remember. So it kind of combines the deal. Now you have a strong, you know, kick-ass Clark Kent, mm-hmm. which, of course, 
Lois is smitten with. Lois decides this is the man for her because, yeah, they end up Superman at the point where they start dating Clark and Lois really seriously. You end up having Superman's gone for a year at one point, well, they yeah, say. So and, he's been gone a while. And he has all this time, you know, star reporter leads raid on gambling den. And you see him just punching everybody out in this oh, picture, yeah. right? Yep. And you're thinking, I'm just thinking how funny it is. Now, if that was Superman, you know, mm-hmm. if he's in a Superman costume, people would be like, oh, crap, this alien is out to destroy all of us. We yeah. must, you know, it turns into like a Zack Snyder Superman, right? Oh, my God, yeah, I hate yeah. this guy. He's only doing good things. I, I, yeah. I need to stop this guy. I do, we got to stop. <laughs> you know, Clark Kent is like, oh, well, he's one it's of us. It's the greatest. Yeah, you it's know? the great. And now he's become the star reporter. I just want to know, you would assume Jimmy's taking the picture. Where the hell is he taking this picture at this gambling <laughs> den? He, he must be standing on a table because you're looking down. And, and why isn't anybody fighting? him but you end up also where the police are coming in behind so you you get the idea that clark has gone to the police listen i've tracked down the gambling den follow me boys they go in to arrest him and clark just busts in because he wants to punch somebody he just ends up he should be arrested for assault he is not anything but a reporter you can't just go in and start the haymakers <laughs> well, the police he, are right there well he, he's trying to be like you know wilson fisk he's going to be mayor yeah. of the city right so he's exactly. got to start taking down crime it's and- funny because you would end up with that because he is very popular the you oh know and gosh, it's funny yes. too it's funny with me the whole idea we're going back again 1950s you have the pope-esque deal of captain future but but this is pretty much the classic detective slash reporter that you get in like old time radio. Those oh, guys right. are, are quick with their fists and, and like to smooch the ladies. And so <laughs> he ends up, but I just laughed like, why, why are you punching this guy? The police are right behind you arresting people, but he ends up doing that. But it's starting to make waves with the, you know, the underground and the crooks of Metropolis. Mm-hmm. And now okay. it's like, you know, the hell with that Superman. He's got, but what's up with this, you know, ham fisted nonsense of Clark Kent, but Lois loves it. And they start dating more and more because he doesn't have any distractions really, except punching gambling den guys, because he's not going off to be Superman. You have that. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, that's the play is, He's got more time to date and smooch, and they they fall well, yeah, up he, more he and more. He can get lots of play here. You know, he can uh, set up and say, "Hey, Jimmy, okay, I'm gonna you know take out this gambling den. So, why don't you uh, sneak in here, get in the far yeah. corner, stand get on the table, get all the way over there, you know, and you be know. ready. You know, and I maybe make play sure. some blackjack before we come <laughs> in, so you fit in. And then when I come in, snap the picture. I'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Then now he's got the moves. Now where he's like, yeah, he can, you know, go to the women and go, "Hey, you see me on the front of the paper? You know, damn take, right." Take in charge you know taking care of business it's like wow you know women love him guys want to be him oh yeah (laughs) and this is not the clark kent who doesn't have a spine and it's funny with lois she's kind of like you know it doesn't really seem to care that much about superman until things start going and then she kind of puts two and two together but they get married you have the wedding They end up getting there. There's, you know, Lucy Lane, but it's not Lucy Lane at this point. It's Lucille Tompkins, her mischievous daughter, Susie. And I also saw in a lot of things where they were trying to, like, figure out 
who some of these other people were like is that sam lane there is it but it, it doesn't mm. really matter anyway because of this but I, I thought that was like jimmy is he like the best man well there's something? jimmy's the best man but then there's a guy behind lucy yeah. that could be sam uh, there's also a big thing with the lady who is sitting in the yes. front row that who would that be and try to and they say it looks like ella lane but she hasn't been identified yet, so mm. they think it is, but it hasn't been a thing yet. So you well, have a lot of these I, things going on. It's kind of fun. I just have to at. point out this panel. As a kid, this panel, I don't know if it creeped me out, but it was really weird to me because it's a beautiful shot and perspective of the wedding party. But yeah. you see that little girl, and it looks like her legs are twice the length of the rest of her body. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. She is like very... Tiny. Leggy. Yeah. I mean, her upper body is like two inches tall and her legs are three feet. It It, is pretty scary. And it's just, well, the artist is like, well, I'll just draw the dress. So it just goes all over the floor and I'm good to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what you do. I mean, that's like Rob Liefeld with the feet. You just Um, have them in water and stuff and, you know, all around. But yeah, so they go off and they're going to go off to their honeymoon. And the thing is, again, Clark Kent, the, you know, ball busting reporter, he has pretty much caused some troubles. And that's where you end up having the CF gang out of nowhere come back. And this is, again, year later after Superman has disappeared, they come with the craziest submarine. It, it is like a boat submarine, maybe even a helicopter. This is chasing down Clark, who is swimming just as morning swim. Lois sees this. She's like, "Where? where's Clark? Oh, my God. He gets mm-hmm. shot multiple. And again, he doesn't even know what happened. He doesn't even realize anything is going on here, though it's crazy. And and what you end up having here makes me laugh because there are some things of forgetting that you're Superman, it, you know, <laughs> will do. You, you're not going to jump off a building because you can fly because you don't remember that. But does super hearing end up just disappearing because you don't know your Superman, right? Because he ends up, he's invulnerable to bullets. He ends up getting shot. Lois thinks he's dead. This, this crazy CF gang submarine, they they go underwater. They're like, oh my God, uh, well, you know, that should have chopped them to pieces. It, it, it's a classic thing where if something goes wrong, you just go, oh, well, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's the gun, clearly. It's not the yeah, guy. Yeah. Even though we yeah. just heard, you know, the report of machine gun going off and, yep. you know, and why is it, I see I, them hitting him. I mean, you know, one misses, but the others seem to hit him. But and then they Clark said, Kent, you think you'd think he'd like, yeah, hear the machine gun going hear. off, feel the yes. bullets. Maybe like f- this is something that anybody <laughs> could hear, even without super hearing. This thing is ten feet away, shooting. You know what looks like a Gatling gun at him. And he if you don't hear that, you hear Lewis screaming from the beach. No. Yes. Or you'd also <laughs> see at one point, one of the bullets hits the water right next to his face. <laughs> and he doesn't see it. So you end up, Lois is just screaming. She's freaking out. Oh, my God. They did it. The, these gangsters, they caught him. And he comes up and she's like, oh, my God. Are you OK? She's still even after he gets out, she thinks that he is in a stupor because of yeah. his wounds. She he's thinks he's shock. bleeding out. And he's like, darling, if I knew you'd miss me so much, I would have missed the morning swim. And she's like, oh, my God, he must be crazy. He's in shock. He ended up getting, wait a second. I love to where she doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's Clark <laughs> where he starts talking. What luscious shoulders you have, Mrs. Kent. I'm like, it's kind of creepy. But then she's uh, like, oh, my God. 
And this is where you end up. She's starting to wonder again. And because, you know, he wasn't he wasn't injured. And so he's like, hey, I'm starved. Let's go. And she's confused. And she says, oh, my God. I've been so happy. I forgot about this whole nonsense about Superman. He's gone. I have Clark. I'm in love with him. I'm getting the old suspicions again. (laughs) And you have Lois who uh, now it is my favorite. Again, this is another of my favorite parts because this even goes with the trope of at one point, I think it was when the man of steel came out, you ended up having, I, I think it was like Bic razors or one of the razor companies having a contest to say, how would Superman shave if he had, to shave because you know shit breaks when he does it well lois mm. wants to say huh i think that this guy clark Kent. i think he still may be superman let me see clark falls asleep lois gets a pair of scissors to cut his curl and the, <laughs> and, and the scissors just snap they break and that's it i'm married to superman she says she knows this is gonna be, she knows this is the case she's got to figure out what's going on but she says I didn't want to spoil the the honeymoon. So she didn't ask Clark anything about this. They continued their honeymoon. That Yet when sense. they're flying, they're flying back. Clark looks pissed. He is looking out of the plane window. It looks like he is about to push her again for real. He is so, but nothing is really going on. I just like the idea of this. And what so you end anyway? up. I don't know. And so and you're, he better you're look going out, though. He better look out though. Cause Lois might be superwoman because that's she, true. She tries to uh, cut his hair and breaks these metal scissors. Like it's nothing. And I'm thinking, yeah, uh, I don't think even I could do that with my fingers. No, because, yeah, you would just have it stop. <laughs> they have to have that big deal. But, yeah, so now the big idea is now Lois is on the case again. And, and I think that one of the things that happens is Lois feels more alive when she's trying to figure out Superman's shit. So this yeah. really gets her inspired because she thinks, okay, it, he's he is Superman. Clark is Superman. I, I always knew this. But Superman didn't just disappear. Superman – he's forgotten you end up having clark not the idea that possibly maybe clark just was done with being superman and wanted to retire and now lois is you know waking the snake here that maybe (laughs) this shouldn't be because maybe he just wants to give it up but she says why doesn't he realize that he's superman why doesn't he realize he has superpowers so the big thing though is thrown in here and i kind of do like this concept though the way it ties in with the wizard is is odd, but the thing is Superman's disappeared. He's gone a year. You have a lot of people taking credit for this. Every super villain mm-hmm. is coming out of the woodwork saying, I was the one. And it's great because they can't be proven wrong because Superman's gone. So I'm sure you'd have yeah. like Lex Luthor. I killed him and threw him in the ocean. Oh, I did this. I did that. And the wizard who really did do it, He's become a homeless man because everybody else has claimed they killed Superman or got rid of him. And the wizard has lost all of his, you know, his mojo. He he doesn't have any confidence. He seems like he wants to have the respect he didn't get. He still has the one. In my mind, he could use the one to make everything, you know, to what he wants. But he's given up and he's laying on a bench. 
And Lois figures it out. Lois and in two panels, Lois figures out <laughs> that okay, the wizard did it. I'm going to go get him. I know, you know, I I just heard recently he's homeless. He's in the park. Lois yeah, does I go. Mean, yeah, you yep. know, like she, she's better than Inspector Gerard. It's like, yeah, I'm not looking for oh, one, yeah. one our man. I'm looking for a wizard. Oh yeah, I just got to look in this book. Okay, here he is. He's on a park yep. bench. You know, five miles away. <laughs> it's funny too. Yeah, she basically says, okay, I got to think of something that I'd never think of. Okay, I found it out. She goes. Hey, are you the wizard? Yes, I am. And that's where she ends up using his name. Hey, pardon me, sir. Are you Frederick P. Garth, the criminal master magician known as the wizard? Why, yes, I am. Well, why, why are you down and out? Why are you so, you know, bad off here? Well, you know, I, I ended up getting rid of Superman, but everybody took credit for it. I lost my confidence. I lost respect because I had been defeated by the JSA so many times. Nobody believed me. And so you end up where they set up a deal where also because Lois is Lois, she's going to end up making it a big debacle here so that she could get, you know, all the press. She's setting <laughs> up a, a Daily Star big to-do event, and they're going to do this. But then the best is she goes home, and this is where I thought, okay, this is the big twist here because Lois goes and starts thinking, the world needs Superman. It's true. Mm-hmm. But if I end up bringing him back – I lose out of my marriage. You know, I, I love this Clark Kent. I love Superman. I love this combo, whatever it is, but that's going to go. So I'm going to end up. And it, it reminded me of like a city of angels type deal where, you know, you have Nick Cage. I, I want to be human. And then oh, freaking right. Meg Ryan dies an hour later and it makes me cry. Uh, oh, but you, you end well. up where I thought that that's how it was going to pretty much end up. Well, the world needs the deal but with that oh, i'm man. thinking how is it going to continue because lois still does know then but i you know yeah, whatever well, you know but, it's really interesting seeing her uh grappling with this whole thing yeah she does but it, they it, it's a beautiful sequence that they drew here you know it's like she's laying in bed with him right kind of twirling his <laughs> yeah. hair this is a man oh, fell yeah. in love with and then the next panel it's like that guy must have really put like 90 percent of his work into this one panel because you just see the look oh, yeah. on her face, I mean, it is oh, yeah. so great. And she's just, oh, if only you could stay this way. And, of course, we lead into her kissing him, you know, goodbye while he's asleep. Yeah. And, goodbye, again, he doesn't notice, you know, that it's like broad daylight. You know, she's gotten dressed. He is a heavy sleeper. <sighs> I mean, jealous. she's trying to cut his hair at one point. Now she's kissing, <laughs> talking, and it's all set up. And also the idea where she leaves him and he just keeps sleeping. I yeah. mean, this is a guy who just can't stop how, sleeping. How does he keep his job, right? I don't know. <laughs> because this – and also this is the big thing for the Daily Star. But yet there's their top reporter there. He ain't involved, right? He's just sitting there. He'll be there <laughs> doing it. We'll He'll watching be watching you. because you end up having a big to-do. And they're like, okay, we're going to prove that the wizard ended up you know, making Superman disappear. And how we're going to do this, he's going to reappear. And I like this too, where Lois says to Wizard, listen, you know, you're going to be arrested immediately. You're, you're going to go mm-hmm. to jail, maybe for life. And he says, screw that. I'd rather have that because then I have the respect back. That's all he wants. He just wants credit is all he wants. And I know, yeah. you know, a lot of times I, I know where he's coming from, but he ends up doing this spell to reverse the deal. And it's like, rise up amid the bewitched and ethereal mist, return to the world that beckons thee, rise up into the sky and land in our midst. And he ends up coming out of that symbol again 
flies and then lands amongst them. And they're like, oh, my God, Superman. The funny thing is, when I first saw the setup that they have, they they made a big, you know, they made this big device that they, what would it be called? A platform. (laughs) But the way it was, I actually thought it was a giant box that they were going to say, well, look at he do. And he was going to pick the box up and Superman was going to be under, but he ends up coming back from, you know, the same symbol in the park and then has to fly to them a bit. And he does, he gets there and they go because he ends up disappearing. You see Clark wake up and he's like, ah, Oh, and he disappears, comes out of that symbol crashes and then lands in where everybody's like, all right, this is awesome. Now, unfortunately, wizard, he gets slapped right in the face. You end up yeah. where Superman it's, just, just slaps him. Thanks yeah, for really. Nothing. I mean, this is the thing. I know he's a bad guy and all that, but, you know, try to figure out what's going on here first. But, yeah, he slaps someone. And then that slap should have killed him. It really that. should. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. And you look at Superman just has vengeance in his face. <laughs> yep. And and I love this, too, because then you have <laughs> Colonel Future, you know, there, Colonel Future. He's there oh watching gosh. the deal. And this he's, I'm going to be sick. And then there's his henchman. Your medicine, Colonel Future. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what, uh, what kind of medicine is a tall glass of yellow liquid? Is he taking man, Metamucil? You I mean, know what it is. No, yeah. it's his urine. He's one of those guys. He's he one of those guys. That, yeah, he thinks that he can, yeah. You know, be healthier with this urine. Well, well you, you end know, up- by the way, you know, since this is like the last time we'll see his apartment, it's like I, I laugh at this Colonel Future's apartment because you look at Colonel Future and he's got this great hair. He's wearing a hat and, you know, he's yep. got a survey. On, Here's your medicine, Colonel Future. And then. <laughs> You know, I look around, I go, this looks like my grandma's apartment when I was a kid. You know, it's like, who is, I mean, you got this geriatric villain over here. And I guess. I I like his big Colonel Future CF Gang Award. He he won best, (laughs) best, best member of the gang. He won. He wins every year. He doesn't realize it's fixed. What's the deal with a candle next to it? It's like, oh, well, you know, the electricity goes out. This is a pretty crappy apartment. So I need to uh, you know, yeah, this is there. this is pretty shitty apartment, <laughs> but he's got a TV and he's watching. And yeah, there's Superman. So Lois, she goes home. She leaves. She goes to their deal and she starts packing. Oh, well, I guess the marriage is over. And that's when Superman comes in and he starts caressing her. He's like, what are you doing? What, why are you packing up? Are you walking out on your husband? <laughs> and, and the thing is, it's like Lois is like, please. I mean, really? I know what's going on, asshole. I know that you're, you're Superman. And so, you know, that's what it is. Admit you never would have married me. She just she doesn't even go with like because I think Superman is still trying to fool everyone. And he's like, you know, you're walking on on your husband. Oh, well, the man I married didn't know he had a secret identity and a duty to the rest of the world. Admit it. You never would have married me if it weren't for the wizard. And the best is he goes, probably not. You're right, but I fell in love with you. I didn't think I'd love you that much, and I did. So let's get married again for the first time is basically what. And so they're going to have a Kryptonian-style wedding 
I guess to make it so that nobody else knows about this, if it would, you know, the whole idea. So it's kind of a secret. This is what I right. thought we'd get with the Batman wedding, Batman and Catwoman, where you'd have mm-hmm. something like this. Let's yeah. have a Kryptonian wedding. But they end up going to what is at this point, you know, his secret citadel that's in the mountains, which I really like because of the idea when you ended up having the Lois and Clark book that Dan Jurgens had after coming out of Convergence, that is the pre-flashpoint deal that they even used in that he ended up having it in in the uh you know the rockies so they had that so that's pretty cool and they go and they're going to give each other you know armbands with the statue of jarell and laura looking on and that's it you're in the name of rao who shaped the moons i take you cal l as my husband and they are wed because that's what superman does as well so you get a wedding we're going to have such yeah. a great future of, you know, stories of Earth 2, oh, yeah. uh, Superman and Lois, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, next issue of the classic story you've been begging for us to print, Superman Breaks Loose, the adventure. And you're like, really? You're like, well, what are we doing with this? And yeah, this anniversary issue kind of, you know, gets pushed aside and things like that. But I like yeah. I, I like the idea of giving you know, the fans, something that they would have always wanted. It's an Elseworld type deal and a clever exactly. way to go to Earth, too. You go back to a classic feel. And that's kind of what I like on anniversary deals. I, I said we had that issue, you know, uh, Detective Comics 1027. It didn't feel like it, it gave me the feel of a Detective Comics deal. This, though, does go and give you a cool wedding you end up it's, going back to earth yeah. 250 and so all it, that it, stuff it, is pretty checking cool checking all the boxes right yeah, you yeah. Pay homage cool. to the past we have to have a really cool thing that all the fans want to see and yep. it's and you know it's such a touchstone of well you know his parents got married in krypton we need yep. to do that you know and it's like i i actually in a bargain bin like a couple of years ago picked up an old like tales of krypton book okay. where it's on the front is like his parents, you know, getting married and them telling the story yeah. of them getting married. And it's hysterical because uh, I posted on Twitter, you know, my haul for that week and that was in there. And, uh, and Reggie threw shade at me for the, getting that book. Nice. <laughs> yes. He's like, what are you? What are you? Uh, softy? Man, I've made it. He threw shade at me. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Oh, Reggie. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, this was a good issue. And oh it's gosh. better than, you well, know, the deal that we're getting now. Well, it's great because, you know, because kids, you know, when you read these things, it's like, I know in my case, at this time, there wasn't a lot of things to distract you, right? It's like video games weren't quite a thing yet. Home computers weren't a thing. Uh, You know, I grew up on a farm. So here I am on a farm, you know, you can't even get cable. There's three, you know, television stations you can get on an antenna, right? And so... Getting these nice. comic books is the only way I'd have something, you know, that's, uh, you know, kind of pass the time and have fun and have something I can talk to my friends about, you know. So yeah. it, it's it's really nice to be able to have these books that aren't even, uh, you know, decompressed. It's like you grab yeah. any one of these books, and you can sit there reading it over and over and over and getting a story, you know, which is kind of the thing that uh, disorients me now. In that, you know, I'll go, man, I remember as a kid, I could sit here and just read this book over and over and Mm -hmm. over, but I'll read the book and, you know, like one thing happens and you have to to read about five issues for it to really be a complete story. And so in the side, that's, that's Eric's biggest deal and exactly how you're saying it. It's a real pain. And, and not only that, what's great about this anniversary issue is 
you know, at first as a kid, I was like, what the hell is this Earth 2 stuff? And then what's great is the last page is this checklist of two men of tomorrow. And then it actually parallels what the differences are between yep. the, you know, the uh, Superman of Earth 1 versus Superman of Earth 2. And, you know, you know, here I am, I'm like, you know, whatever, nine or 10 years old. And I'm sitting here just studying it and just reading it like I have a final on it because I just find it fascinated, you know. Yeah. So just having all these kinds of things in there is so wonderful. So it, we didn't even talk about the advertisements in this book. <laughs> no, and I, I went through them because of the deal I had. I saw, you know, some karate ads and I could be uh, uh, an Atlas body in seven days. Oh, I have that also. Yes. I love the idea that you can make pretty much a – there's one. Did you see the hovercraft with, oh my with God, the yes. seat? That yes. is the craziest thing. You can float on air, it says, because you can make yourself a hovercraft that can lift <laughs> 200 pounds. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I always I love also, that. You know, because oh, they, you know, know they're going to send you like some, you know, maybe a graph piece of paper saying, okay, you got to buy this and this oh, yeah. and this and It'd this. It'd be the worst. You'd never get what you need. There's no way. But, yeah, there's so many muscles. I love the way they targeted the idea of like, yeah, these kids reading the comics, they keep getting beat up. So let's make them think they could be big. And, <laughs> yeah. and really, I, I bet you just says again go get a couple of weights and start lifting you had 98 pound weakling but yeah with, with the whole deal uh eric's deal was he was big marvel guy uh you know way way back and yeah. his thing with it was that he could get an issue and and he talks about it all the time like the the crazy like he ended up getting issue four of an event or something but there was so much in that issue to intrigue him that he didn't mind and he just keep reading it even though he didn't know really what led into it and things but he still he loved it and well marvel is actually really lot. nice because they've continued that tradition of having like a recap at the very beginning mm -hmm. because yeah you know, when I was a kid, I'm relying on just going through my brother's old comic book collection no. or whatever happened to be at the store when I happened to make it into town with my mom or something. So it's no. like, I don't know what the heck is going on. So you just read that first opening blurb. All right, I'm in it. Okay, let's yeah, go. Yeah, you're in. You know? Yeah, it's cool. That's what I do like. And I wish that DC even now would have a recap. But maybe that would point that not a lot happens in a lot of places, <laughs> well, right? That, like, really oh point gosh. that out. And that's where yeah. I can't even read solicits anymore because you know you read about three or four solicits out and, and you like, know it yeah and, and i'm like wait a minute they're they're still trying to yeah. follow that story yep oh yeah. my gosh it's the worst it's <laughs> the worst i'm telling you when i i always try to you know burst eric's bubble when he's like well we'll be getting back there i'm like no no you don't know the solicits you know four <laughs> months from now we're still dealing with that but yeah. it stinks but oh. you know there's always the old comics that's why i like talking to people about things and also brings up some things for me to read that i wouldn't necessarily have known of or gone to so well, that's why i wanted to do this. It was disappointing uh, for me with, like, for example, Superman is I have DC Universe and yeah. I have Comixology. And, you know, when I went uh, looking for this issue, it's not on DC Universe. It's not on Comixology. Crazy. And there's like this whole stretch of like 100 issues on each side that aren't available. Yeah. And I'm wondering, well, wait, what if I want to <laughs> read this? And so yeah. I actually have a copy I found at the comic book store. Nice. But, Oh, man. it's Yeah, that stinks. So hopefully these, you know, things are filled in when they make it that DC Infinite. And yes. it's just the comics. But I wonder why, you know, why all of a sudden would they have, are they just sitting right now with, you know, 
5,000 issues that I always heard that the the problem was is that a lot of these things they didn't have scans of and they had to find people with really good copies that were willing to, you know, give them up yeah. for a little and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and so hopefully they they do fill in the blanks because a lot of the Silver Age stuff of Batman and Superman, uh, they're not in there as well. And that's stuff that I love. I think it's hilarious. But yeah, there's gaps. There's big gaps. But. Yeah, eventually it'll get filled in. But um, my, yeah, I my, hope. Yeah, my, my big uh, takeaway from this issue is uh, getting married is not for the faint of heart. Uh, you have to be the man of steel and uh, yes, you know, be able to lift your wife over your head and uh, the car at the same time. And a car or else <laughs> they're going to be mad at you. But yes, but thank <laughs> you for joining me for this. I, oh. I really like doing this and whenever you come up with another deal, we'll just do it again. I'm willing for you know all these things to go on and have a bunch of shows just out there as like bonus shows with this. So that, you know, everybody in the Get Fresh group can get to know everybody else in it as well, because I talk to a lot of people, but sometimes a lot of people, if they're not on the Slack and things like that, they they don't really know everybody in the whole deal. So hopefully this will end up doing that as well as the possible uh, deal of having the game show, the trivia show as well, which I think that'll be pretty neat. You know, that is such a great idea. I know Matt ended up coming up with that. I'm like, you son of a gun. I should (laughs) have come up with that. That's cool. But I I know in my mind, I end up, I'm almost like Eric with stuff like that. I'm going to end up getting too crazy with sound effects and songs. I'm going to want it to be this huge production. And, and it's going to end up ma- stressing me out, but we'll we'll be doing it, probably doing it next week. So we're going well, to try to do know, that as well. That's one of those things where I would love to do that, but yeah. I'd probably uh, get my butt handed to me because now that's what everybody you know, keeps saying. Well, what, what's really, what's really tough for me is like I read comic books like through the seventies, and then I stopped. And yeah. then about the time Rebirth started, I was back into it. So there's back just in. this huge there's gap. a gap. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. But you know, there's some. There'll be some pretty basic questions, but then you know, you get harder and things like that. But everybody keeps telling me I would be terrible. I mean, everybody says that. I'm just going to be, you know, asking the questions and have the answers. So I end up sounding smart because I would do (laughs) terrible. I would be awful. But yeah, so because I can't remember crap. I'm telling you, my memory is shot. But I just sit there. I'm um, 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 because I'd almost have it, but I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. So with that, though, I will. Thank you. Thank you and for having we're me. We're going to go off. And like I said, you come up with another book. We'll do this again. Anybody else who wants to do it, let me know. Uh, this is pretty much the inaugural, you know, I guess it is the Comics Great slash Get Fresh Crew boop, boop. podcast. So, yeah, we'll, we'll try to figure out a cool name for it. But that's what we'll call it right now. But thank you, Mark, for coming on. And everybody, thanks for all your support. And I'll talk to you later. All right, and that was the episode that I did with Mark Jaeger that is usually on the Patreon. And I just wanted to let you know everybody see a little bit about some of the things that we do on the Patreon, how they differ from the stuff on the normal feed, things like that. I hope that you did enjoy it. And if you did and you want to get in on the action, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird signs. Check out all of the crazy things we do, including our weekly spotlight that me and eric do on the dc side of things where this week we talked rorschach number one and also batman and the outsiders number 17 two issues that were picked by the badasses the get fresh coop beep boop 
and all of that, but a lot of other shows as well. So, yeah, go check it out. That'd be great. And thanks a lot for listening, and I'll talk to you later.